This is Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio with your host, Sheriff Joe Bags. What is up, Rams fans? Welcome back to another edition of Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I am your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags. Today we do have a special episode for you. It's kind of like an arraignment hearing like we did last year, but instead of doing every game, we are doing them quarterly now. So the Rams' first quarter is in the books with the final game being that Thursday night football game, Minnesota at Los Angeles. The Rams are now sitting at 4-0, which is uh, is, is nice. You know, it's, it's comforting that the Rams are sitting at 4-0. It's been quite a while since the Rams were 4-0, 2001 to be exact. I did talk about last week on the show that I'm not going to go in every single week and say, oh, the first time since 2001, the Rams are blank and O, considering the Rams just went 6-0 and that year. So uh, up until then, we're just going to kind of, it's just continuing. So we'll see if the Rams can get to 6-0 and this year. But right now, Rams sitting at 4-0, and uh, three games at home, which was pretty cool. The Rams did play the Oakland Raiders on the road week one, 33-13 win there. Uh, second week, Arizona at Los Angeles, 34 to nothing. And then the Rams put up 35, going up one point every single game, hosting the Chargers. And then, of course, Thursday night football, Minnesota at Los Angeles, 38 to 31 win. So basically what I'm going to do for you guys in this episode is we are going to grade the offense, the defense, and the special teams. You guys might be surprised by some of these grades. Uh, but, you know, the Rams are having a really strong season, and we will talk about here, uh, there are some some segments here where, where I will give you examples of exactly how well this team is playing right now. We're going to go ahead and start, though, with the special teams. So Greg Zerline and Farrow Cooper both hurt. Those are two starters on the Rams special teams. And the Rams are right now, I mean, only for one game, really, uh, because JoJo Natson is expected back against Seattle in Week 5. Uh, the Rams, in that Minnesota game, on their fourth-string kick returner, and that was Blake Countess taking that role, uh, because Farrell Cooper, number one, Mike Thomas, number two, and then JoJo Natson came in at that number three, and Blake Countess being that fourth guy. So some stats for you guys uh, Johnny Hecker, only seven punts on the year. He's averaging less than two a game, 48.4 average. One touchback, three inside of the 20. His longest punt went for 62 yards, so solid kicks there for Johnny Hecker. Greg Zerline, who is not currently playing because he is hurt, uh, is 4 of 5 on the season. He is expected back. Uh, we don't have a, an exact timetable on when Greg Zerline will come back. Uh, but he is expected back sooner rather than later. That's why the Rams are currently holding two kickers on the 53-man roster. That other kicker being Sam Ficken, who is now one for three on field goals. So not looking amazing. And I know a lot of fans are really frustrated with Ficken. But my only thing here is uh, just keep in your minds that, that Ficken is our temporary kicker. He's not going to be around for the long haul. Uh, punt returning. JoJo Natson is your leader. Eight punt returns. Uh, 17.8 yards per return average. That's absolutely incredible. And his longest being a 60-yard return. Uh, Cooper, uh, Farrow Cooper with two returns, six-yard average. His longest was 12. That means he had one of zero yards. And Cooper Cup, one punt return for four yards. On the kick return front, Blake Count is actually your leader right now. Four kick returns for 104 yards, 26 uh, yards per return on average his longest being 27 that did come against the minnesota vikings on thursday night football 
Farrow Cooper has returned three for 75. That's a 25-yard average. Pretty easy to calculate, and his longest being a 26-yarder. JoJo Natson has returned two for 46 yards. That's 23 average. His longest was 24. Uh, and because of the injuries uh, to the Rams special teams and really only Jake McQuaid and Johnny Hecker being the only starters who are still playing right now for the Rams, uh, I mean, with Natson is expected back next week, but with those being the only two starters right now, uh, I gave the Rams special team a C minus and a big part of that is Sam Ficken missing some field goals. Greg Zuberlein did miss one. And, of course, we're on our fourth kick returner. So really difficult to to give them a, a better grade than a C-, minus, just considering the lack of starters that are playing uh, in that regard. Let's take a look at the offense. The Rams boast one of the top offensive attacks now. For the second straight year, we know what the Rams' offense looked like in 2017, and I think they're better this year. I think they're absolutely better I do still believe that Brandon Cooks is better than Sammy Watkins and that that is an upgrade, and that was the only starter that was changed from one year to now. Uh, the Rams' lowest scoring output was 33 points in Week 1. So, so far this year, the lowest the Rams have scored is 33 points, which is pretty good. The Rams did average just under 30 uh, for last year for the 2017 season. Jared Goff is absolutely playing out of his mind. He becomes the first quarterback in NFL history for, to throw for 350 yards, uh, 350 plus, and have a completion percentage of at least 75% in three straight games. That is absolutely incredible. No other quarterback in the history of the NFL has done that. He also becomes the first quarterback to have a perfect uh, quarterback passer rating uh, in a game with at least 33 attempts. So... Jared Goff obviously went, I believe it was, what, 26 of, of 33 against the Vikings and had a perfect passer rating, five touchdowns, no interceptions. That's absolutely amazing. One of five quarterbacks in NFL history to throw for at least 450 yards, at least five touchdowns, and no interceptions in one game. Tom Brady is not one of those, and he is on pace to throw for 5,624 passing yards. That, the record is 5,477, so he would break that record by almost 200 yards, which is incredible, absolutely incredible. Jared Goff having a great year so far. Hopefully he keeps it up. And, of course, those numbers are a little bit inflated with that game against the Vikings. Uh, but last year, obviously, he only threw for 225 against the Vikings. So I think McVay, Goff, and Gurley, and a lot of these offensive guys who were here last year, which is almost all starters, uh, I think they wanted to really show that they could put up yards and points against the Minnesota Vikings, who are the only team to hold the Sean McVay-led Rams to single-digit points in his reign uh, in Los Angeles. Todd Gurley also having an incredible season. He is on pace for 2,128 all-purpose yards. The NFL record is currently held by Darren Sproles with 2,696, so he is not on pace to break that record, but... He's having an absolutely amazing year. I don't think anybody can deny that. And not only getting it done on the ground, absolutely getting it done on the air, uh, through the air as well, as he's becoming a solid target for Jared Goff. Some stats for you guys. Jared Goff, 1406 passing yards, 72.4 on his completion percentage. And just to kind of give you guys an idea, 72.4 
completion percentage that is equal to what Kirk, uh, Kurt Warner threw in the 2001 season, as well as 11 touchdowns through four games, same as Warner there. Two interceptions for Goff so far, which is just 1.5 interception percentage. If you guys don't understand interception percentage, basically, uh, how many, what's the percentage of when Jared Goff throws the ball? What is the percentage of that ball getting intercepted? 1.5%. Absolutely amazing. And sits right now with a 127.3 QBR. Todd Gurley, 338 rushing yards, four touchdowns, and 194 receiving yards, and two touchdowns there. Uh, your receiving leaders, the Rams do have three wide receivers on pace to get 1,000 yards receiving. And let's see, Brandon Cooks, 26 catches, 452 yards, and a touchdown. He is on pace for 1,808, 1,808 yards. The NFL record currently held by Calvin Johnson is 1,964. So Brandon Cooks not on pace for that, but he is close to that. No wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, no one's ever gotten 2,000 yards receiving. Uh, Cooper Cup has 24 catches for 348 yards, four touchdowns. Robert Woods has 24 catches for 323 yards and three touchdowns. I was a little bit surprised. Brandon Cooks, just that one, the lone touchdown. Brandon Cooks not getting it, uh, not getting those touchdowns yet, but I think that's coming. Team wise, 105 first downs to just 66 given up to the opponent. Uh, 1,874 yards so far on pace for 7,496 yards. The record set by the Rams, 7,075 yards. So the Rams on pace to break their own record by over 400 yards. So that's pretty impressive there. 17 touchdowns on pace to score 68 touchdowns. The NFL record held by the 1970 Miami Dolphins where they scored 70 touchdowns. So the Rams on pace to just miss out on that record by two. Uh, but overall, I don't think that there's any question this Rams offense is absolutely playing out of their minds. They are the best offense in football. This grade in the first quarter of the Rams offense get an A+. There is no better grade than an A+, obviously. Uh, defense, four sacks in the first three games and then four sacks alone in the fourth game. So they doubled up their numbers there to bring their season total to eight. Uh, the Rams are defense is 23 of 52 on third down. So doing better than that 50% mark, which is awesome. And only seven touchdowns given up so far to the Rams offense scoring 17. So solid there, two running touchdowns and five passing touchdowns. Rams do have four total interceptions. Some stats for you guys, the tackle leaders, Corey Littleton coming out on top in the first quarter, 35 tackles. John Johnson with 31. Rameek Wilson at 24. Marquis Christian at 17. And LaMarcus Joyner at 16 are your top five. Some sacks for you guys. Donald and Sue both have two sacks on the year, which I think is not that much of a surprise if you say that Donald and Sue are leading the Rams in sacks. That does not sound crazy to anybody John Franklin Myers, Ethan Westbrooks, Samson Abukam, and Michael Brockers, each with one sack on the year. Interceptions, uh, Marcus Peters, Sam Shields, Corey Littleton, and John Johnson each have one with Peters getting that interception, that pick six against the Oakland Raiders, which was pretty cool stuff. And then Blake Countess does have a touchdown as well. That was a special teams touchdown. Uh, Corey Littleton blocked the punt in the end zone, and Blake Countess fell on it against the Chargers. So absolutely incredible there. We know it. We know it. We know that this team is extremely talented, 
And for the Rams to be sitting at 4-0 right now, I don't think anybody is necessarily shocked. I just think we're all real happy. And I don't know about you guys, I'm not saying the whole hmm word just yet. The Rams have not clinched the hmm-hums, but I know a lot of other people are talking that the Rams are going to go to the hmm-hmm-hmm. And I just refuse to say those words right now because we're only 4-0. 4-0 is amazing. And I, you know, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't want the Rams record to be anything else four games into the season, but I'm just kind of tempering myself a little bit. And mainly it's not that I don't think that this team can, can do amazing things this year. It's just that I'm trying to just live in the moment. The Rams were so bad for so long and we were all here supporting them. You know, we were, we unwavering Rams fans. And now that this team is actually looking really good, I'm just trying to live in the moment and kind of just breathe it in a little bit. You know, it's been a really long time since the Rams have been a good team like this. So I'm just kind of trying to accept it. Um, for your offense though, or for your defense, excuse me, I'm going to go ahead and give this overall team a B. Okay. So the grade is a B that it could be better. The, the Rams did give up a whole lot of yardage to the Minnesota Vikings. Other than that, they've been doing a really good job of stopping the opponent. Of course, the Chargers came in when, when the Rams did play the Chargers. The Chargers went into that game ranked third on offense, and they were not third on offense at the end of the game. So that was pretty cool stuff there. But against the Minnesota Vikings, who not necessarily, they don't have a bad offense by any means, but, you know, I, I did expect them to not let Kirk Cousins throw for 400 yards. So, I mean, on that regard, I mean, they, the, the Rams defense, I think we all expected them to be just a little bit better, but I don't think that they're playing bad. So this, uh, this grouping gets a B. Overall, I don't think that there's really a whole lot of, of downsides on this Rams team right now. Uh, against the Minnesota Vikings, the Rams did have some injuries in the secondary, and I think a lot of people were kind of worried about that. And, you know, that game really could have gone either way. It was only a seven-point win for the Rams. But overall, I'm giving the team as a whole an A-. minus. So I, I think that there is room for improvement. I do think that this team can get better. And with some of the injuries, of course, to the kicker and to your kicker turner and your number one corner and one of your starting middle linebackers, I think that there is room for improvement on this team, but overall, I think an A minus is is about right. I think that this Rams team is playing extremely well, but I think that there is a little bit of room for improvement. Uh, but that is going to go ahead and uh, that's going to do it for the first quarter pre review, not preview. Well, first quarter review is in the books, and the Rams are sitting at four and zero. Let's see how far we can take this one. And I know. I speak on most Rams fans' behalf when I say that this is a very, very special team, and I can't wait for the second quarter to start. Three road games in the second quarter, so going to be a tough battle at Seattle, at Denver, at San Fran So for, the, for those three road games, and those are the next games, so a little bit of a road stretch, but I know I speak on behalf of most Rams fans when I say, uh, let's do this. I'm not really worried. I'm just excited. I just want to watch more Rams. So thank you guys for uh, checking out the, the podcast slash YouTube video with me. Uh, and 
Uh, make sure you guys subscribe anywhere you hear Ram Showcase. We are all over the place, YouTube, Facebook, anything. Make sure you guys subscribe on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ram Showcase, facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags, and Instagram and Twitter, both at Ram Showcase and at Sheriff Joe Bags. Uh, but that is going to do it for me on this special episode. Uh, for those of you that aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.